0: This is the Memphis Real Estate Hour on KWAM.
1: And now here's your host, Dean Harris.
0: All right, good morning everybody. Welcome to the Memphis Real Estate Hour. I am your host Dean Harris. I'm with Crushed Core Realty. We're over on Summer Avenue here in Memphis and we're happy you joined us this morning. Um, Thank you for listening, guys. If you're on AM 990 Memphis, you might be tuning in at FM 107.9. And some of you might be streaming the show at www.kwam990.com. The Memphis Real Estate Hour will concentrate on investing in Memphis real estate, and we will focus on all related topics as far as uh, investing goes. I will discuss local and national trends as we give you an inside look at what it takes to become an investor here in Memphis or what it will take to become a better and bigger investor here in Memphis. I remind you guys every single show that uh, I am an investor, so if you have an old home that you need to sell quickly, uh, or you know somebody that has one that needs to sell quickly, shoot me an email today and I'll get you a cash offer on that home. Uh, Just shoot me an email, dean at crestcore.com, and I'll be happy to get you a cash offer on that home today. Uh, Facebook Live. Guys, we're on Facebook. Uh, there's the rest of the world is, so we decided to join in. Uh, you can go to the show's Facebook page, The Memphis Real Estate Hour, and there's 50 or 60 or show uh, or so shows that are on there. You can go back and take a look. We've titled them all. Uh, today's show, Dan and I are going to talk about partnerships, why they're great and who to choose. Dan, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. We're... Uh starting off this week pretty good.
1: It's hot. Yeah, it's still hot. It's like what in the world? Midnight spring, Nothing. And we still having hot weather in the middle of September. I so. saw
0: Saturday it's going to get
1: to 85.
0: So that we're oh, wow. all week we're going to be hot and Saturday it's going to dip. So anyway, it's hot here in Memphis. So Is real estate? Yeah. Um yeah. I personally have never had a partner mm-hmm. uh, with any of my investing. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have one. I just But I know what we're going to talk about today, and I've got to see some of these things in a partner, and I haven't seen them yet. So Hmm. um, uh, I think the story you're about to tell is something that folks ought to listen to. Uh, You ought to think about your own kind of investing world and your investing strategy and see if a partner makes sense to you. So here's what, if if you don't mind, what I'd like you to do. Douglas uh, Skipworth has been on the show before. He is your partner. Y'all are co-founders uh, with uh, your LLC that owns all your, mm-hmm. your rentals, you are co-founders in Crestcore Realty, uh, as well City as City Light, Light, Commercial yeah. Services um, and some other smaller sister companies. So you have a very extensive uh, experience level and knowledge when it comes to having a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you've had a long time. You guys mm-hmm. have been doing this for a while. So talk a little bit about, for the next few minutes, I mean, take all the time you need. How did How did you... Talk about, I guess, briefly about you getting started. We've we've talked a little bit about that, but you getting started, and then how you met Douglas and why you thought it made sense to to partner up with him.
1: Yeah, and I think I'd love to wrap that around too at the end. Just you know, I feel like you're a partner within the brokerage and how that looks and right. play play to that as well. Right. You know, what's ironic about this topic is just yesterday one of our people that we're friends with in the industry, you know, not here in Memphis, but you know, in our circle of influence uh just the, their partnership just blew up yesterday multi-million dollar company and some of the stuff we're about to talk about i think led to that blowing up oh boy and there's gonna be some gnashing of teeth and legal and all kinds of crazy stuff you know the the stuff that you hear about are why you don't want to have partners right you know so you know f- for for douglas and I, I think it started you know back um uh we just met through running You know, our wives were friends kind of, and we moved literally like four houses down from each other. Mm -hmm. I can't remember one, two, three, four, three or four Mm -hmm. and uh, started running and really through that learned how to hold each other accountable. You know, like
0: I always used to hear you guys say, like, you know, don't ever let's don't ever ask if we're going to run. Yeah.
1: We always like, get that question. Y'all still running? Well, we started in 04. We're still running now. Yeah. So <laughs> and we're there. Rain, you know, snow. You, yeah. You guys you know, are there. We're going to figure out how to run. Mm-hmm. Now, occasionally we'll have to go like inside a gym or something. But um, so holding each other accountable. Yep. You know, we had to learn how to work together because we tried eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night with little babies. Five thirty when we got home from work. Uh, five thirty in the morning. That was kind of too early, you know. So we settled on six, and we've been six since you know who knows how many years. how many years ago that was. But mm-hmm. but through that we got to know each other really well, um, as far as just some of the intricacies of our personalities and you know. And I think that's really important, you know. I, think I like the two guys that came to our office yesterday. Wow, we're thinking about partnering up with some guys, and you know, I'm like red flag, red flag, you know, because they have this grandiose idea to pull all this money together buy a big apartment in Memphis, you know, five of them. And mm-hmm. I mean, one guy was, you know, I mean, they they got really strong personalities, you know, like, that's, that's and a so, disaster so you know, and that's fine. I mean, we all have strong personalities if we're entrepreneurs and, you know, in this game to begin with, but how does that all click together? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think, yeah, so that's, that's kind of our story. I mean, that's how it started. Mm-hmm. You know, we just started with one house and just realized that, uh, you know, my strengths, you know, his weaknesses. His weaknesses, my strengths, and vice versa. You know, I like I like doing a deal. He likes doing the process of the deal. That's right. <laughs> you know, so
0: so y'all, and and I want you to touch on this too. But you were you had your own portfolio mm-hmm. before you guys partnered, correct? And so did Douglas. I That's mean, right. he, he had some of his That's own. Right. So you guys were doing this on your own. Yep. Separate. And then had their own careers. Everything was separate, Everything separate. just yeah. ran in the mornings and probably discussed it and bounced ideas right. and that sort of thing. But at what point did you, and I guess it's a two part question, at what point and why did you decide to partner?
1: After the f- first couple, we did a couple of tax sales, you know, he was able to go down to the tax sales and bid and, you know, I'm traveling all over the U S with my job um, but I would handle the back end, getting them fixed up and dealing with the, you know, the first initial tenant stuff and the ongoing maintenance. And, mm-hmm. and we just realized that, uh, we just kept doing that for a little while and probably a couple of years where we kind of were doing a little bit of both. And then, you know, it was just on a run at one point we decided that, you know, we're just going to start solely focusing together. I, I don't remember the actual light bulb moment of just mm-hmm. how that all clicked but did
0: you figure together i mean i it had to be well together we can we can move much quicker
1: quicker bigger you know mm-hmm. um and we'll talk about some of that too as far as like you know when you're on on your own you, you know unless yeah i mean you're fortunate with just the team around us that you got some, some i don't good f- players i but, feel
0: like i have a team and a partnership because of my but, situation but. but
1: you know one of our you know friends that came by the the, the office last week he owns 50 houses he's owned 50 for like 10 plus years and that's, that's he capped out, Mm -hmm. but he has nobody around him. That's all he can handle. That's all he can handle. He can't think what to do next, how to automate, you know, eliminate delegate. I mean, he just, Mm -hmm. it's just all on him. And so we just realized that because of that, and we we just, you know, we're bigger picture guys, you know, um, uh, and have vision for bigger things. And so, so that's, that's kind of, and we realized that, we wanted to build something that wasn't just all about us, yeah, we were talking about that this morning, you we know about to do a sales video with with Caleb today, and it's like at some point we want it to be not just us, yeah, we wanted to be just Crestcore. that's right, you know, and so we're we wanted to build something that wasn't just about the Dan and Douglas show, and so sure. that's kind of where we were trying to go with it so
0: let's talk a little bit about you know what it takes to have a good partnership yeah. um what it takes to make them work Mm -hmm. my you know some of the things that i've learned you know just in brief before we get into some of our actual notes that we wrote down but what i've learned is that it takes you can't come into a partnership with someone and you guys both have the same strengths and weaknesses or you both bring the same thing to the table because that'll never work in my, and I've seen it not work. That's and that's right. the reason when we started the show here, when I said I haven't found anyone, it's not because I don't, no one in my sphere of influence is not a worthy partner. All right, all right. <laughs> they certainly are. But they might be a lot like you. But they like might a lot like me. Yeah. So I can't, it doesn't make much sense to partner up with another like individual. I need to partner up kind of like you and Douglas, same type personalities, but man, you definitely offer something different. And then Douglas, so yeah. is Douglas. So I just haven't found that right person yet sure. that can say, hey, I've got the same drive and determination as you do. Mm-hmm. I want to hit these monster goals that you want to, mm-hmm. but I offer this and you can't, or right. you know, I haven't found that yet. Sure. So, and, and you might not ever, I guess that's the key to this too, is you might not ever find a, a, a partner that makes sense for you. It
1: would be better to your point to stay on your path than to find the wrong partner. Yeah, so, Absolutely. I think the whole point of the show is, like, you got to decide on your personality what's best. Yeah. You know, because some people say, I can never have a partner. I mean, I hear that a ton. Yeah, and you that's, can. And that's, that's limited can. belief, yeah, right? It, that's, it really is. That's That you just don't want one. It's an absolute you know? It's an absolute. <laughs> I don't let my kids say absolute, <laughs> that's so right. I'm not going to say them either. So Hopefully.
0: talk about don't keep score. What is, like, when you, when you say don't keep score between partners, what do you mean? I mean, I,
1: it's obvious, but what, sure. you name some specific. Well, that's one of the biggest advice I got when I got married. <laughs> yeah right. That was probably the biggest thing I remember is you know don't treat it like a college football game. Well you you you, you scored this. you did this. I did this. You know mm-hmm. I've done this three times. You haven't done it zero. You know. Yeah. And so early on that was real critical because I was traveling a lot and so I would have to work you know from five p.m. till whenever I fell asleep or wake up at five a.m. and do my work. Fit it in at lunchtime. You know do leasing calls. All the while, Douglas is fitting it in, in different ways. And we never kept score of like, oh, you did five hours worth of work this week and I did, you know, three. And you got to you know, trust the other you person. You got to trust really. that, that, you know, there's nobody going to work harder than me than Douglas. And I think Douglas knows there's nobody going to work harder than him than me. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it, that, it's that's, that none of us are sitting biggest. on the beach, yeah. you know, <laughs> drinking a pina colada the while other the other one's, one's just riding. That's right. Rent ready rehabs <laughs> and running around the field. and, you know, I think, uh and it's starting to look different as we go, you know, as we get older and wiser and just as the team plays out, you know, so our roles, you know, and we'll talk about that too with the strengths of just now really, just really focused on playing to our strengths only versus back then you had to do everything. And right. there's some stuff that I should never be doing, right. you know, like. Yes, <laughs> writing what? leases or you know I mean stuff that has <laughs> on detail on <a> truck bed <laughs> <laughs> well, on a truck bed yeah been there done that but I should not be doing that that's just because that paper is going to go in my file you know never got uploaded to the system you know there's
0: so uh, this is a great topic yeah. so at talking about a partner I I look at it in this light and. In one way, I've I've looked at other people and to judge them, in, from a professional work eyeglass, mm-hmm. I guess, to look at them is if they're running their if they're running a business now. See, like to me, one of my things is I would I don't wouldn't partner with anybody that's not already in it. Mm. If you're just getting in it, there's not I don't see a whole lot of advantage for me to partner with you. I'm using me, but I mean, I'm trying to just really think about another investor. So Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe using me is not the right idea, but if if you're brand new, I don't know what you could bring. If you've got, if you're in the business and you've got X amount of homes and you've been doing this for a couple of years and you've got, you know, maybe you're stuck similar to you. Maybe you got a full-time job and you're traveling. You can only spend so much time doing Mm -hmm. it, but you can provide X, Y, Z to it. That's one way to look. Also judge them on what they're currently doing. Are they successful in what they're currently doing? Is there, right. you know what I mean? Right. Uh, try to gauge their drive because if they don't want it as much as you do, it's that ain't going to work either. That's right. You know what I mean. If they yeah. don't want the same goal, if you if I'm over here going, man, I just want to get
1: 20 houses, and you're like, man, I, I need 200. We're probably not a good partner. Well, and then also, you know, and I'm, I'm excited to read this book. Doug's is reading right now, called "Givers and Takers." Mm-hmm. If you, if you think about it. It's really, I mean, that's extreme, but there's probably one in the middle. People are either givers, always helping others, always looking out for others, or they're takers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always looking at what's best for them, always trying to get the best deal, always trying to just work the system, mm-hmm. you know. And if one of us was, I mean, and we talked about this Sunday, it's kind of funny, it's ironic we're doing this partnership, but Doug's not talking about this Sunday morning, just we're both givers in different ways. Yes. You know? I don't think either one of us is a taker. I don't think so either. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if we were both takers, we would be in trouble or if one if we were both giver. one was a giver and one was a taker, that's one thing I'd say that we're talk, we're going to talk about core values next, but that's where I think that's that's got to be aligned in in your in your mindset. Mm-hmm. You know what who you are and what you want to try to do like and and to simplify that in a different way, are you a win-win guy or is it a win-lose, you know? Yeah. Or you win lose guy. Right, period. You know, One or I mean, the other. I, and I don't do well and you know you know what I refer to when I say this, like when somebody's work calling me want to work a deal and just and then just turn around and work it a, a different way and just Well, where are you, you wanna do this? Like I don't do well with that mentality like you feel like you're being dealt. I'm dealt I'm de- I'm, de- I'm being dealt. I'm part of a, a bigger <laughs> I'm being pl- played, if you will. Like I if you want me to help you get a deal, I'll help you get that deal or whatever it is. But, but, you know, don't work the system, you know what I mean? Like either we're partners and try to help somebody or you're not. So that's right. I think, you know, I, I, I like this, the, the, the phrase selfless service. That's a huge one to me. Yeah. You know, don't look, don't look, for everything is what's in it for me. Yeah. You know, if that's you're in right. that mentality, you know, you'll go far in certain ways if you got hustle and grind and passion. Yeah. But I mean, you're going to start not making friends. It's always about what's in it for me. Does that make sense? Like, yes, it does. and you'll quickly find yourself in that, which plays into the values piece.
0: But that's right. Um, Shared values. Um, Why do you think Dan that sharing values, you know, outside of just normal reasons, you know, uh, ethical and moral reasons, why do you
1: think it's so important in a business
0: atmosphere to share the same values?
1: So, and I'll, I'll also preface this with. I think this also, all this we're talking to today also applies to where you go to work. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this is just a partnership like is in a, own a mm-hmm. business. I think you really need to think through this, where you, go, you, you, know, where you plan to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, so to answer your question, I mean, to us, we spent, oh man, six plus months hammering out what we want our core values to be mm-hmm. and kind of who we were, what's important to us what's going to be important to us for the next, you know, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we came up with our core values. We didn't just throw a couple, you know, lipstick on a pig. on a pig and wrote some words out and said, okay, well, we got some core values now. I think mm-hmm. we really had to make sure that as we talk about every kind of deal and who we're going to uh, partner with, you know, to run our businesses and who we're going to partner with to, to, to do our loans and that kind of stuff that we were aligned on what those core values should be for us. Mm-hmm. So those are, you know, uh, what's the word, you know, um, the absolutes basically, yep. you mm-hmm. know, so, inter- you know, integrity is important to us. Personal accountability. We really truly believe at the end of the day, anything that happens to our business, say your, your, your client's upset, you yeah, know, it's ultimately on me. It's ultimately and it's ultimately on me mm-hmm. because I, what resource or what did I not do to help make sure that client did not get upset? That's right. You know, like it rolls all the way up to the top. And if we understand that, you know, that's, that's a, that's a huge deal. So mm-hmm. versus, if we both we didn't have that as a, as a core value, then we could say, well, Dean didn't do his job. And we're always just sitting there blaming and fingers. finger pointing. And, but no, if you roll it all the way back up to us, then it makes your decision matrix a little different. What can I do differently? What can I, you know. That's right. Does that make sense? So Absolutely. That, that's just values. one example. But, you know. Yeah. Play
0: um, to your strengths. That's one yep. thing I like about Culture Index that we use. It's a work uh, tendency yeah,
1: behaviors sir behavior survey. Yep. Yep. Um that's been a game changer for us. You know, hasn't it to, though? I oh, mean man. it's been it's almost like uh psychic reading.
0: It is amazing <laughs> what that can do. I mean we could do a whole show on Culture Index, but it's amazing yeah. what placing placing uh, employees or contractors or whoever in the right position based off of their work tendencies. That's right. I, and and I'll be the first one to admit that I am very weak in some areas as far as running a brokerage, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't or managing a brokerage. I don't I'm not good at some very small minute detailed things. <laughs> right. I'm more big picture, let's get it in. So mm-hmm. we played off to of those and I have help, yep. right? we have remote that team shores members, up your weaknesses shores which, up my weaknesses yep. and then the people that are helping me couldn't do what I do they couldn't sit behind this That's mic true. they couldn't get on the phone uh-huh. like I do so yep. there's different there's there's different attributes that everybody has and i think we've
1: done a great job of of playing to our strengths and yeah i mean uh, uh, two examples i would give the simple one would be we had a lady that used to t- take maintenance calls and she just wasn't that good at it you know the tenants were not happy um, the phone wouldn't get answered. A lot of voicemails mm-hmm. and we just put culture index to it. You realize, oh, wow, she's more analytical and introverted. You know, yep. the the survey really tells you that, but she's also super detailed. So what you do is you put her in the background, you know, put her back there helping an accountant it, or doing yeah, something you, like that. You got front stage people and backstage people, front stage, you know, people that want to be on the phone and out in front of crowds and, and with people and all that stuff. And it got backstage, and those, you, both of them are critically important. And so what we learned is just we put her in the admin role with paperwork and organizing and keeping things, you know, flowing the same way, and she thrived. You know, then we put somebody else that's more bubbly, that loves to be on the phone, loves talking to people. They get energy from talking to others. And guess what? Your tenant, you know. Uh, Tenant's more happy. Tenant's getting, getting more stuff answered. That's right. Clients are happier because they're getting some empathy and some you know that kind of stuff so, so playing off strengths is huge yeah that's one
0: thing I think we've done a great job at I would look at your strengths and your partner and and push those you yep. play off of those try to help in some of the areas where you both are weak open i like, was
1: yeah, okay. no, just say that like for for us it's been you know I'd say even the three of us if you talk you know partnership with the brokerage mm-hmm. you know I love you know doing the deals and doing the next business Douglas loves plopping in that deal Into a system that does it the same way every time so that everything's buttoned up, everything's accounted for, a checklist, it's downloaded, you know, uploaded. Because you don't need
0: two guys that love the deal, but can't, but don't, not can't, but don't
1: follow through.
0: Don't follow through. Yeah, because you've got a bunch of deals that are sloppy Sloppy and they're going to fall all the way apart. It could
1: be dangerous and that kind of stuff. And then play to your strengths, you know, you, you, like you said, you're visionary, you love pushing, you love closing, you know, so you love talking to people and just connecting that house to that person, you know. But now you got a shovel, you can, you know, pass on that, you get a listing, you know, and you pass it to your system and -hmm. your system takes care of it. So we've, we've worked together to shore up all of our weaknesses. Uh, And I think that's critically important. I think, you know, the e-myth talks a lot about that kind of stuff, you know, book where, you know, we just get some business owners. That's why, you know, you cap out. That's right. Because you're doing all these things, and 90%, 80% of the Pareto principle, 80% of them are playing against you because mm-hmm. that's not what you're good at. You can do it. We can all do. Yeah, that these, the point. That's not the point. No, the it's point. Just, don't
0: don't get that. Like, oh, yeah, I can't close I can't. a
1: deal. Yes, I mean, I can
0: schedule inspections. Yeah, you used and to do things. I did it all myself. Yep. So, I mean, but my point, if we're going to do our goals, which are right. many, many houses sold a month. That's right. Then we've you've got to play off my weakness so I can just continue to focus on strength. Correct. Same way for everyone else. I mean, yeah. it's not a deficiency. It's just something you're better at, no matter yeah. if it's what I do or what Brooke does, or our transaction coordinator, or what Randall does. Yeah. I mean, we all have way different roles,
1: and, and we're way different in personality. And so think about your, your buddy in Arkansas. I mean, I, I think about those guys. They partnered up, and they didn't really align in their strengths and weaknesses. Two very similar personalities. Two very similar. One was more stronger than the other. One ran the 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 bull, so they never had an equal share of. You know, so I guess that's the kind of a bigger point. Like when you're creating partnerships, or thinking about buying houses together, or wholesaling mm-hmm. together, you know, don't. I mean, flush this out. What are your core values, and what are you really good at, and what do you love to do? Like, it's some little bit of self awareness and a little bit challenging. To, yeah, to, you, you and to admit, admit you gotta admit, that's you, right. gotta admit you gotta hey, admit, what you're not maybe, good at. Maybe
0: uh, maybe I need to focus on some other stuff. That that segues right into the next one: open, honest, healthy conflict. Yep, you got to be honest with yourself and with, and your, with partner. your partner. Yep, hey, I'm not as sharp in this area. Yep, you clearly are. Let's let you focus on here. Here's mm-hmm. an area where maybe you're not as sharp, but I, I feel like I am. Mm-hmm. I can focus over here. Challenge process. Challenge the idea or
1: behavior. Uh, And not the person. Right. Yep. Yep. I mean, just, you know, there's a book out there called radical candor, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's just something we're trying to pervade in our office of just, if you have an issue with somebody or something they did, not really with somebody, that's the whole point. It's not really, it's their process
0: or it's their work thing. I mean, I don't think in our, especially in ours, no one is personally attacking anybody. Correct you might find a system that you don't like or that is not rubbing with your department or whatever it may be, but that yeah. healthy conflict is good. I think we're doing, we did some of that yesterday. So I think her, yeah. I think it's good to have that healthy conflict. Cause, um, Cause
1: if you don't things fester, that's where you see partnerships start to just like that one I talked about, they could never, they never sat down and really listened to each other and worked out. They could have probably worked it out like to play to their strengths, you know, and I looked at their, the culture index, their profiles and they're pretty similar, you know. They they had very similar. So then, they never could align on what no. who's doing what. And no, I was a the therapist. You know. Yeah, that's right. Nah,
0: they're, they're both good
1: guys. But you are right. They they
0: had very similar, just similar features that that, right. that that didn't work. Uh, yeah. Vision. You know, this to me is the most important. Yep. Yeah. You know, if you're if the vision that you have is not, I'm not going to have to say identical. But if it's not it's, in the same real close vicinity, the, ballpark, the yeah. ballpark, you guys are going to be, you're, you're going to struggle. And I mentioned it earlier, but you know, if you have a goal to get to 200 homes, and I've got a goal to get to 30 homes, we don't, we're probably
1: not going to be the best partners. Or what if you both said, "I want to buy 200 homes," and so you say you want 200, I want 200, and then you left it at, "Oh, great, man, we're aligned. We're going to buy 200 houses. Let's partner. Let's partner." <laughs> and then then you get into it, and you you bought 50, and you're just like. Well, you know, I want to get out after ten years. I want the appreciation and the pay down of the pr- principal, and I just want to cash out and live off that off a CD or money market. Does that make sense? Yeah. Another guy's like, "Oh, wait! I thought we were going to go for twenty years uh-huh. and have it paid off and just rel- rel- live on the residual cash flow." See how you started out aligned pretty good, and then all of a sudden it just went crazy different. So, how do you prevent that?
0: This, I- that's a good little topic. So, how do you? Do you is it a do you need to make sure you sit down quarterly and, and talk about your goals and your vision? I mean, do you need to plan out
1: three or four years? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, take your time on the front end. Mm-hmm. You know, like those guys I saw talked to yesterday, I mean, I, I really want them to, you know, they need to sit down and not just throw some emails say, we should partner and put $10 million of work or whatever. You know, they really need to, th- who's doing what, where do they want to go, what kind of houses do they want, you know, and what's the long-term plan? you know, and things change and that's yep. why people get in and out, but what's, what's, where does that, where are you going to go? You know, like, and what do you want your roles to be? Right. You know, I think that's, that's super important. And then to your point, having, you know, checkups every so often, you know, and I think that's one of the things that if I, if I had to think of one big thing for us is with Douglas not running every other day, we were constantly calibrating every other day to make sure. Yep. We are aligned on where we're going to go. Mm. You know, now we, you know, we always, you know, I come at it from a whole different way. He comes at it a different way. But at the end of the day, because of our core values and our long-term vision and, and those kind of things, we're trying to get to the pretty much the same spot. That's right. You know, and I might want to get there faster. You might want to get there slower. You might want to go with, you know, this type of employee. I might want, you know, but we're trying to get to the but same. But it's
0: healthy conflict. That's right. That, I mean, that's what I mean. Like you guys are. And it's a give and take. It's a and good and, debate. I mean, it's like, right. hey, should we? No. Yes. Yeah. And the reasons why. All right, partnerships, uh, even with me, um, y- you've got a few questions on this. Yeah, man. I there think – uh, Role reversal here.
1: Well, I think it would be good for the listeners just to yeah. – Like when you're joining a company and yep. and you're, you're going to run a division or department or, mm-hmm. you know, what does that look like? So, you know, I don't know if – I think most listeners know this is your second tour at Crestcore. Yep. You were our very first agent back in 2012? 2012. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Time flies. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So, we talked for 10 years about you Dealing coming it. aboard, and you finally came, and that lasted several years. Almost four. Almost four. And then you went to Keller mm-hmm. and did your own thing. Mm-hmm. Started you know, the show, the radio started show. Started the radio show. So, I guess what's different this time versus the second time? Like the first, the second time versus the first time? What's different? Why, why would you do that? And what was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, my reasoning. So,
0: the first time, basically, was I I wanted to get into real estate. I wanted to get into investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. I'd been an agent at that point for ten years, so I wanted I wanted to get into investing in real estate. You mm-hmm. and I had talked about it um, for years at holidays. We're yeah. related by marriage, so yep. at, at holidays, functions, and things. So um, the reason. I was attracted to you guys because of the success you had already had. That, that was part of it. Mm. You guys had already, you know, I, I'm, I'm come from the belief of, you know, you are who you hang with. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a goal of, of owning X amount of homes before when I retire. And I had to start with that process. So jumping on the Crust Cord kind of bandwagon early, yeah. I mean, I would think I was the fifth person to work there, I yeah. if I remember correctly. But um, I learned a ton Mm-hmm. right? So I, I started wheeling and dealing these $30,000 houses that I thought, Oh my gosh, what am <laughs> I doing? You know, right. why would I do that? But you learn how to earn the right amount of commission on them. You learn how to structure your business to where it's profitable and where Because a lot of people say 3% on 25,000. How do you do it? Well, I mean, there's flat fees we flat have fees, for those right. sort of things. So it's not, it's not quite the percentage when you, what you're used to. So the first time around we, we started and we went and we were just growing. I think the whole company just was in the mind frame. Of, let's let's grow. Mm-hmm. The brokerage grew. More agents came. Yeah, I began to just kind of do my own thing. Yeah, and it wasn't that I was bitter or had any. It was just how it blot how it grew, mm-hmm. how it developed. Mm-hmm. We weren't conscious of hey, Dean's going in a in this direction, and we're going in
1: here. It kind of split a little bit to the point where it's, it was a wide yeah. gap, right? You
0: guys were running the team, the 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 Crestcore team with a broker and with you know a couple of agents. Yep. And I was running my team. I had, yep. you know, a couple people working for me and my team and we're doing BPOs and transactions. And I would dabble in the residential stuff as well. And, um, you know, I came to you guys and was like, hey, man, you know, I'm looking for a change. I'm, I'm looking to grow my business. And at the time, you guys had a program you were running and we're trying mm-hmm. to see if that worked and yep. stuck with it. So I made the decision to move Amber and I to move to Keller Williams
1: mm-hmm. um, and start. I, I had to make it a sit Go ahead. No, I was going to say, the one thing that, that through this, as you're telling the story, like Douglas and I had, like, because we were aligned, we had a vision of what we were trying to do. Yep. We didn't just know how to get there. Right. You know, like, so all that you're talking about is like churning through, like learning what, basically almost like the rental business. We're not to do, Yep. Tried this model, Tried this model. You were in the middle of the crossfire. You cross guys definitely fire. tried. I mean, there yeah. were, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I don't right. mean that in a bad That's way. Right.
0: You guys gave it a valid effort of, hey, let's try this, this system. Yes, right. Let's try this one. Yep. Let's try this. And you one. left in the middle of that. In the middle of all that, yep. I, I, I kind of said, hey, I'm, I'm doing yep. my thing and yep. I'm going to go. Well, then then I'd I, I leave and you guys introduced Culture Index to the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you began to give that survey out. I remember, I'll never forget this. Douglas <laughs> shot me a text message Hey, man, you mind taking this survey? Like, you love Tess. I already know her. I was like, oh, my gosh. He goes, listen, I know I know you're not a huge fan of sitting down and wasting time with this. He goes, but if you could just be honest, answer it, spend, it'll take you 15 minutes. So, sure enough, I did. Uh, and you were, at the time, coming on the show once a month. That's right. You know, just bringing in your info and knowledge yeah. and stuff like that. And we began to talk again here on the on the, on the the air. Hey, what would it look like if you came This was nine or ten months after I left. So I was like, oh, my goodness, man. What did I do on that right. exam? But thank goodness for it, because now the difference is, you know, you guys brought me back to, to head up the brokerage, to mm-hmm. to lead the agents that were there, yep. um, and to try that system. And believe it or not, we tried a system there that didn't work. That's right, right. So now we've moved on to where I'm the only agent, and we're going to build down. Team down, yeah. So we have finally after – and this ought to give the listeners something, a little bit of positive thinking. Like, don't think you're going to run right into a partnership and everything's going to be worked right way. away. Yeah, because
1: right. we tried this. This is probably version one, two, three – probably this is four. four or five. Four or five. This is version – so the listeners should understand, like, through partnerships – you know, partnership with Douglas. Now, partnership with you. As, as far as you were an agent, now you come yep. back to run the brokerage. Yep. This is probably version five point If I had to just go back and think. So through. it
0: took us that long. Us meaning That's all right. of us. I mean, I.
1: That's right.
0: You know, I didn't know what was going on there. You guys were, were, were working um, what you th- hoped would work. Mm-hmm. So that should be something for the listeners to think. Like, hey, man, these guys tried it five times, and I do believe now I think we're on the same page as far as it's working. We still have miles to go to as go. far as what our goals are and what we're doing but I I can confidently say now it's working. Mm-hmm. We're hitting some of the goals the initial early goals that we wanted. Uh we're hitting uh, some of the numbers that we initially wanted. Now the question is is can we can we keep moving and 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 go forth, you know, the next few years? Yeah,
1: yeah. So what what like looking at the first stint and second stint what are the two or three things you think you've learned that 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 listeners should hear about as far as partnering and partnerships. And you got to be open. So yeah. here's
0: what I was was open. Okay. When I left, I wasn't, it wasn't bitter. We was not upset. Mm-hmm. I was just going this direction. And you guys were going that direction. Well, when you came back and you're coming to the air and you were like, Hey, man, what does this look like? My very first reaction was like, What? Like, we, well, all of a sudden are we changing now? And I could have just said, No. Mm-hmm. What, you know, that's, not, so you got to be open. So uh, the first thing I did was listen. Listen, oh, hey yeah. Dean, this is what, this is why we've changed, and you guys were very open and honest too. Hey, yeah. w- we we didn't see, we didn't play off your strengths. Yep, and and yep. you guys admitted that, and I of course me I admitted that. Hey, I didn't I didn't I didn't hear what you guys were trying to do. You well, know? I, was, I
1: was about to say, that's one thing I heard you just say. Like now you listened more than you did before, way more. So you're listening and and regurgitated. I mean like processing where this could lead to. Yes. So that's different. So it just being open-minded to, uh, to a different idea. Mm-hmm. And
0: and another thing is too, it's a self. I I want to get this out because it's something that was important to me. You've got to, as an individual, if, if you're, I was stuck at a certain income and a certain success level for about six years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had to make a decision to do something outside of my comfort zone. The first one was mm-hmm. this radio show. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second one was coming to lead a team of agents and, and a brokerage or, or have people under me. I mean, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. You guys hold me accountable for a lot of stuff. So I had to accept that new role, those new work hours, yeah, yeah, the yeah. time and effort that you put into it. So that, that to me was be open, be ready to listen to,
1: to ideas and to different things. I remember when you first, I mean, I remember counseling you, coaching you when yeah. you had one employee. Oh man! And it's like I didn't Damn! What do to I do? do? Oh man! You know? Yeah. When you had your BPOS and all that stuff, and sure, and now you're leading a whole team. Yeah, and that team's only going to get bigger. That's right. And so, by playing off your strengths and then listening and coaching and learning and growing, and I just think that's uh, it's a huge. You it's know? been huge so for us. Yeah. What What about? Um, I know we got a couple minutes. Yeah, you know, we're almost there. You, you know, what do you think about partnerships? Like real estate is a real like. Me, me, me. Business. Yeah, I think it is. You know, what have you think? What have you learned about partnerships? Now, now being in it to it almost twenty years versus when you first started, and you were an agent sitting in a. I've had to a learn new build. What do partnerships mean to you? Like, globally? I've had to
0: learn that there's enough real estate, and we we almost have to go. I've yep. had to learn that there's enough real estate for everyone to sell. Yeah. So I've had to understand that not every house I'm going to sell, mm-hmm. and I've had to partner with other people to try to help me get there. Mm-hmm. So basically, that I mean. Just understanding that other people can help me get to where I want to go, yeah. and I need to learn to accept that help. Gotcha. That's been part of it. That's good. Hey, man, this is good. We we whenever forever, we run yeah. out of time, we, we know we had a good stuff, topic. Yeah. Guys, appreciate you joining the Memphis Real Estate Hour. Uh, go to CrestcoreRealty.com for the investments of the week. We'll see you next Tuesday at 8 a.m. On the side of the road.